Welcome back to Brand Success Presents 10 Careers You've Never Heard Of. I'm your host, Christian Chavez, and today I'm excited to chat with Dr. Jasmine Talay, naturopathic physician at Beverly Hills Natural Medicine. Dr. Talay is a California licensed naturopathic doctor. She completed her undergraduate degree in political science and film studies at UCLA and received her doctorate in naturopathic medicine from Bastyr University. Dr. Talay focused her clinical training on the skin-gut connection, autoimmune conditions, and mold-related illness. She has furthered her training in homeopathy, IV nutrient therapy, and craniosacral therapy. In alignment with her philosophy of treating the root cause, Dr. Talay understands the need for a holistic approach when it comes to achieving optimal health. Great, so welcome Dr. Talay. Happy you could join us for a conversation on brain success today. Thank you for having me. So really excited to learn more about your career in naturopathic medicine. Um, to get started, can you just um, give us a definition of what uh, this field is and share a little bit about your clinical work as a naturopathic physician? Yes, of course. So as a naturopathic doctor, I'm licensed in California to treat and diagnose. So just like going to a regular allopathic doctor, I have the ability to run labs, to prescribe certain medications, to diagnose, and all of that. Um, as naturopathic doctors, we tend to focus on finding the root cause of illness. So whatever that may be that you come in for. For example, let's say you have chronic headaches. So why do you have those chronic headaches? We dig pretty deep, um, running extensive lab work. Usually, as naturopathic doctors, we're the last doctor that people see although it should be reversed. So um, many times I see, see patients that have been to every single specialist that you can think of, all their labs are within normal limits. And then they come to me, they're still having all those symptoms. And we run extensive lab work that look at the gut, that look at hormones, that look at detoxification pathways, at genetic SNPs and things like that, of food sensitivities. And we determine why this person is having those symptoms that they present with. Um, once we do that, treatment modality is very, very wide. So we do, we learn um, pharmaceutical interventions and we do treat using pharmaceutical medications. However, we usually go to lifestyle and diet first and then herbal medicine, homeopathy, nutrient therapy, um, and physical medicine. So this is all part of what we do as naturopathic doctors. That's great. And for patients that you're seeing, how often do they end up needing to take uh, pharmaceutical medication? Are, are the majority of your patients able to resolve their issues by the methods that you, you described? So a lot of times they are. A lot of times the patients that I see have been on so many pharmaceutical medications and they're trying to get off of it. So it's kind of the other way around a lot of times. Although we are very well trained in preventive medicine, that is where we thrive. But just this is kind of, it's usually a last resort for a lot of patients and they come to us. So they come on all these different medications. I, for example, I see a lot of patients who have thyroid disease and they're on their highest dose of thyroid medication. And they come to me and they tell me that their doctor told them that they can't go any higher. Like it doesn't exist. Like what should they do? 
And I use the various supplements, so herbs and nutrients to control their thyroid function along with prescription medications. And I have seen them come down on prescription medications so, so many times. And yes, yeah, so it does work. <laughs> the herbs work, the nutrients work. Um, however, I think one thing to note is the reason that we are so well-trained in pharmaceutical interventions as well is not because we tend to prescribe, but because you have to know as a physician when to use pharmaceutical medications and when it's okay not to. So for example, if you have a patient who is at risk, who has a bacterial infection and is at risk for sepsis, maybe you don't want to use the herb. Maybe you want to go straight to the antibiotic because that could be just malpractice on your part if you're just um, saying, oh no, this herb will take care of it. For things that are more urgent, you need to know when to differentiate and when to prescribe that pharmaceutical medication or refer out to someone who's comfortable prescribing that pharmaceutical medication. But then for other things, you, you, can, um, you might want to just use an herb or nutrients or just change diet instead of putting someone on all these other medications when you can change the diet and fix the problem that way. So it's definitely important to know what the pharmaceutical interventions are and also know if you're going to do herbs, which ones contraindicate are contraindicated, which ones interact with the pharmaceutical medication and so on and so forth. So it definitely works very well together. Yeah, that, that makes uh, perfect sense. I mean, the medicines that we normally take affect so many different aspects of our bodily functions. So yeah, like I said, it makes sense that you would need to understand how the interactions happen between the medications and the herbs or the nutrients and incorporate that into a holistic view of the patient's health. So I'm really curious about the education that um, is needed to get to the point where you're at now. Can you take me through your background and then tell me a little bit about the difference between your education and that of a traditional physician? Right. So I feel like I've been in school. I was in school forever, especially because I majored at UCLA in poli-sci and film studies. So I had no science background at all. So I went back to school and had to take all the same prerequisites as regular traditional medical school. So you have to take um, the sciences, the OCHEM, the biochem, the physics. I don't even remember at this point, but all those same prereqs that you have to take for traditional medical school, you have to take for naturopathic medical school as well. Um, so you take that for as many years, you need your bachelor's degree. That is definitely something that you need. So in my case, I had my bachelor's degree. I worked, I thought I wanted to go into politics, blah, blah. But then I went from there, um, I realized this is what I wanna do. So I went back to school and took all the prereqs. Um, once I did those prereqs, I applied um, and went to Bastyr in San Diego which is the only accredited naturopathic medical school in all of California. And that schooling, you can do it in four to five years. The first two to three years are completely science-based. So very much like traditional medical school, you learn all the sciences, 
of course, science is the same regardless of where you learn it. Um, it's heavy on biochemistry, anatomy. We have cadaver labs. So you dissect the whole body and you really, really learn the, enti the entirety of the body. Um, every science class that traditional me uh, medical school offers, so does naturopathic medical school. And then after those two to three years, after you finish taking the sciences, you have a um, licensing exam, which is similar to, I believe it's step one of the boards for a traditional medical school. And you're tested on all the sciences. After, those, after that, you get into clinical classes. That's when we learn pharmaceutical interventions. We have classes in herbal medicine, in homeopathy, in physical medicine, um, all of those modalities. And at the same time, we do clinical rotations, whether that's in our own school or it's uh, off campus at other clinical sites that are not necessarily naturopathic. Um, we're very much mixed in with traditional medicine. Um, so we do that. And then we take another licensing exam at the very end. And that's based on everything that you've learned so far. And that's when they let you become licensed to practice medicine in California. So it's, it has its similarities. I believe, um, I forget what, the, what traditional medical school calls like um, once you get out of clinic, I wanna say it's OSCE or something. I forget, I forget the name totally butchering it. But anyways, we also have a test like that after finishing with clinical rotations where you have actors come in and they um, pretend to have something and you have to take the appropriate steps to treat them or to refer them to whatever appropriate specialist there is. So there are some similarities like that, but then there are also differences because we herbs are huge for us. We diet and lifestyle is huge. We, we learn so much nutrition. We learn so much herbal medicine and homeopathy and all of that. So um, it's definitely fun stuff that we learn. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And are there, um, are there opportunities to specialize in certain areas uh, during programs like these? Yeah, so that's a great question. So specialties are different than tr traditional medicine. So in traditional medicine, you do residency and you do fellowship and all of that, and that's how you specialize. As naturopathic doctors, you can specialize, but it's basically you take it on your own, your own self to really get that specialty, whether it's all these extra classes you take or extra rotations that you do. Um, and they have like their own exams as well, I believe, to specialize in like, let's say you want to do pediatrics or something like that, but it's not, but it's different in that sense to from traditional medicine. We also have during our clinical rotations, we have different specialties that you can request to, to do so that you can learn more about. For example, I did oncology, mental health, um, dermatology and pediatrics. And you rotate within those. And from those shifts, you learn a lot about those subjects. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And so you, you've mentioned a little bit about your own process uh, through applying and um, moving through your program. Could you 
could you elaborate a little bit on what was going on at the time, uh, you know, when you were applying and what inspired you to choose this career path? So I always say life inspired me. It kind of pulled me in that direction. So when I was studying political science at UCLA, I want, I always knew I had a passion for helping people and I didn't know how to go about it. So I thought um, politics is the way, maybe I can make a real difference getting into politics. So I went, I was doing that and I pursued that and I worked at a congressman's office and I realized it's not really for, for me. And at the same time, I just, different in, events in family, um, with family and friends and things like that, I was drawn towards more of a medical background, but I never, I didn't really want to be a doctor. Like it didn't appeal to me so much, but I didn't also, I didn't know about naturopathic medicine. And if anything, I thought, oh, maybe I want to be a DO because they're a little bit more holistic and that's kind of what I like. But to me, naturopathic doctors, I thought it was like some online degree. I had no idea that they treat, they diagnose, they really, really help people. They're very educated. I just, I just kind of like just brushed it off. And as I was taking my prerequisites to apply for DO school, I thought that's what I wanted to do. Um, I was shadowing a few DOs and I really liked how they work. They were very holistically minded um, and they really were helping patients. I realized that if I were to go into this field of medicine, which I respect a lot and I work with conventional doctors all the time, and I think there's time and place, it's just, it wasn't really, it didn't feel right to me. And I realized everything I want to do is something that I would have to take maybe coursework for later after I graduated and became a doctor. And the only thing, like for example, if I wanted to do herbs or if I want, wanted to learn more about nutrition, I would have to take it upon myself after I graduated. And it was kind of like, it was a lot of understanding myself and realizing that the reason I don't want to pursue naturopathic medicine is because kind of there's an ego. And I thought, okay, this is not a real school. This is not, it doesn't have the prestige of being a doctor. People don't really know what it is. So I didn't, it took me a, a while to come to terms with it, to realize that this is what I really want to do. And it doesn't matter that it's not really recognized and people have no idea what it is. It's still, this is what I wanna do. And once I figured that out, and I decided to apply for the school um, and got in, nothing in my life ever felt more right. It just felt like the best path. And this is, it took me a while to really figure out what I wanted to do. And I'm so happy that I found this field because and then going through the whole process of the school, like being in school with like-minded individuals who really share a passion for the same, basic like same values, um, passion for really helping others. It was such a amazing community and such a, it just always, it felt, it had like this feeling of this makes sense to me, like this is my path. So that was, I'm very grateful that I found it, but it wasn't something that came, like 
I just like found up found out about and like just went for it was definitely figuring things out and I remember when I first went to first started the school I still kind of had like that ego ego with me like thinking oh this is nothing like it's so easy like I don't need to study and I remember how surprised I was in those first few months when I realized this is crazy like the amount of work that we have and how intense everything is and all the sciences and all of that and that's when it hit me no this is this is real like this is medicine this is what we're learning we're learning to save people's lives so it's definitely a process but it did lead me here yeah that's that's fantastic and such a great story and um i yeah i really appreciate you sharing that um that aspect on the ego and how um, that was playing a role in your own your own process because I definitely I definitely think that that happens a lot when we um, are considering different careers and um, roles that we want to pursue. So it's great that you were able to recognize that and move forward because it seems like you're really happy now and um, you've expressed gratitude for you know being in the position that you are. So that's yeah that's really great. As you know, there are um, there's a large population of pre-health students at UCLA. Um, students are interested in clinical work. Do you have any advice or tips for these students on how to find out more about this field or where they can get experience um, before making a decision about pursuing um, you know, this type of program? Yeah, so we have the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. Um, and they have all sorts of information about the exact schooling. If you want to know the exact amount of hours that you spend on each in each subject to compare it to traditional medical school or to whatever other field that pre-health students are looking into, um, that's definitely a great resource. It talks about um, prereqs, scope of practice, everything you need to know is through the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. Awesome. And what do you love most about coming to work and the clinical side of this role and what you're doing for your patients? I love it whenever. So I see, as I mentioned before, I see a lot of patients who have been to every doctor and everything is within normal limits. They do all these labs, but yet they have, they wake up with anxiety in the middle of the night or with severe, they have severe headaches or they're just loaded all the time or just tired all the time. And they've been told that this is normal, nothing is showing up in their labs. And the best feeling is whenever I find out what's going on, I get to play detective and I get to show them that this is what's happening and it's not all in their head. They don't need to go and take like some kind of antidepressant, which they've been, most of them have been given and they've been told by other doctors that everything is in your head. Um, when I can show them that this has a real, there's a real, it's a real pathology. There's a real reason why you're feeling this way and you're not going crazy and you are right. And it's such an, it's such an incredible privilege to have that, to explain to patients that this is what's going on and we can fix you now that we know what's going on we have treatment options for you and you will get better. And giving them hope 
and then treating them. It's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible thing that I get to do. And I, I absolutely love what I do. It is definitely a passion. It's not a job. Maybe like all the business side of business side is that gets very annoying at times um, because I'm also an entrepreneur and I started my own thing, but seeing patients and helping them is the most rewarding, rewarding thing ever. That's, that's so great to hear. And yeah, I can't even begin to imagine what it must feel like to help people who have been trying to figure out these, these issues for so long, for years potentially. So that's, yeah, that's really fantastic. Over the course of your career, how have you learned to define success? Success is dependent on oftentimes basically patient outcomes. So when patients are feeling better, um, what I get most happy about is when patients message me or call me and tell me that they are so grateful that I listen to them and I help them out and I was able to make them feel better. That to me is how I define success because that is what I want to do. That, that was my goal in the first place to see a patient and also to have them not come back because they're doing better. Um, that is, I think, real success. Thank you so much, Dr. Tway, for joining us and sharing a bit about uh, your background. I'm really excited to share your story, especially with um, our pre-health uh, students who are still deciding what they want to do um, with their careers. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. You've been listening to Bruin Success. Our guest this week was Dr. Jasmine Tulay, naturopathic physician at Beverly Hills Natural Medicine. You can learn more about Dr. Tulay in the description of the podcast. Follow UCLA Alumni Career Engagement on Instagram and Facebook to keep up with Bruin Success. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to it, tell a friend, and share your appreciation on social media. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for updates on what's coming next on Bruin Success. This podcast was made possible by UCLA alumni.